Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the 24K Podcast. Katie Wingy, as always, with Christopher Dempsey. That's and we right. have a whole squad with us today. We have Chris Marlowe, Scott Hastings, Jason Kosminski with us. Whole Altitude crew on this road trip. Uh, we were just in Portland. Now we're in Utah was, as we wrap up the regular season for the Denver Nuggets. So we wanted to put together a little pod to talk about how far this team has come, reflect a little bit on how the season has gone and maybe talk about what surprised us and what hasn't. So I want to open up the floor for you guys. Most of us in here, Marlo, you might be the only one that didn't do this, but had a win total that oh, they had okay. guessed. Chris, this is a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> get him, get him early. <laughs> and you hold it here. Okay. Win totals. At the beginning of the season, I guessed high. 53. I said 54. Is that you said 53? Is that you liar? I know. I'm like, so what we're at right now? But we're at 53, so that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I had 54. Um, Let's just go around and say what you thought the win totals were and then why you think maybe the Nuggets, if they have already surpassed what you thought your win total was, why you think they've done that. Dems? I started this season with a win total of 51. And so obviously they're better than that. Um, listen, I mean, they're just a better team than, I mean, I thought they'd be a really good team, but they're a better team than what I thought. And they've been able to manage uh, injuries much better than most teams ever manage injuries. Um, and, and then they've made just improvements in the areas that you need to road wins um, against uh, uh, good against bad teams and the good teams good against the West, all those kinds of things. So um you know that they've exceeded my expectations from a win total for sure. I did not choose uh, a basic win total, but I thought in my mind I just wanted the Nuggets to be better than they were last year. They went forty-six and thirty-six. I figured if they got two games better, four games better, they would make the playoffs. I think the most surprising thing uh, for me this year uh, was how many close games that the Nuggets have been able to win. 13 games decided by three or less, and the Nuggets have been really good down the stretch. Will you hold that, that microphone a little closer to you? Yes, I will. Thank you very much. See, and I told you, you guys thought I was joking <laughs> when I told him what a microphone was. I thought I was dealing with nice professionals here. Nice this is a podcast that's more about the audio than the visual. Okay. And I know that's hard for you to understand because you, you, I mean, well, look at that. Isn't that a camera there? Yes. Yeah, but no one no We've got one some cameras. Okay, so that's my thinking. Nuggets have been better yeah. than expected. They've won a lot of close games. They've made some buzzer beater shots, and it's all been good. You know, I never put a number either, but I always, I always do it more in. I wish I could use the word linear, to to actually in the right like sentence. Yeah. <laughs> we wish thing. we actually knew how to use that word. <laughs> well, kick your to me, here. to me, there's levels on this. To me, I always look at a 500 team. I thought they were better than a 500 team. I thought they'd be a 50-win team. And, and to me, and it's that 50 to 56, 57 is really good. Uh, and then maybe the next level is 60. You know, 56 and above, you know, if you will. I mean, it's amazing. We're sitting there looking at the shoot where they had. And, you know, you had Golden State a couple years ago win 73. And Michael Jordan, those guys won 72. And you think, oh, my God. how did? I mean, honestly, how did they do that? Um, but I thought they were a 50-plus win team, which to me means you're going to guarantee yourself in the playoffs. I think the eight seed is going to probably have 48 or 49 wins, right, uh, in the Western Conference. Um, so I thought I thought they were a 50-win team. But I will say this. If, if you didn't give me the win total, you know, you didn't tell me how many wins they were, and you would tell me that they were 
the second or third youngest team all year long and top two or three as far as games missed due to injuries, I would have said they better might get lucky to be 500. So to me, just as you said, Chris, all the injuries and you're still looking at, at a possibility of you know 55 wins – I mean, if you if you get fortunate tomorrow, and, and let's be honest, we if they play their starters last night, they beat Portland. They're better. They're better than Portland, especially without Nurk. Um, they win that game. So I mean, they, this could be a fifty-six win team very easily. And then there's a Washington game. Now you're fifty-seven. Yeah. Then there's yeah. but I think anything over fifty are pretty good. I, I did pick a number. I I said uh, fifty wins and make the playoffs because I asked several Nuggets fans during the off season. Like, how do you think they're going to do? I'm like, let me ask you this. Let's say they win 50 games and make the playoffs. Are you going to be okay with that? Thank you for saying the story. One, 100%, not one person said, no, man, they're way better than that. But then fans are greedy, right? And so now all of a sudden, I, I remember it was a short month ago when, when dudes like within the Nuggets organization are like, hey, forget, forget trying to get the sixth seed. You know, why don't we, why don't we look ahead of that? You know, you know, first it was, well, we got the playoffs. Maybe we can get the sixth seed. I don't know. And then, you know, later on, it's like, well, maybe we can get home court. Well, maybe we can get the two. Maybe we can get the one, you know. And it's like, let's not forget, you said at the beginning of the year, 50 wins in playoffs you would be down with. So we, we have a short memory of sports fans. but and, and I think the thing that surprises me, and I'm still blown away by it, and I can't believe that more people don't talk about it, is their record on the second game of back-to-backs. I mean, that is absolutely unheard of. I mean, I remember times when the schedule would come out and you would look at the back-to-backs and you would just go check, loss, check, loss, check, loss, check, loss. Uh, you might squeak one or two wins in there. But 11-1, and one, I think, is what their record is now in the second game of back-to-backs. And, and to me, that's the most surprising thing. Do you guys remember the one loss? Yeah, it was the first one of the year at Lakers. No, it wasn't. I don't remember. Atlanta. At Atlanta. A, a lottery team. <laughs> right, yeah. a lottery team, but it was the last game of a big road trip. It's it's really remarkable. I love talking about that, just because you think about how young this team is and everything that they have gone through with the injuries and all of that in mind. Uh, to think that they are second in the West and vying for that spot, for you know, I already got home court. They clinched the division. Um, just forty days, forty days at number at, yeah in the one the yeah. spot. Uh, yeah, it's it just is is remarkable when you. You know, it's just to to speak to Jason's point. When you have a forest and you're entering the forest at a certain space, when have you ever been in the forest? I was just gonna oh, say, man. I you, like where this you, analogy you, is going. But you of like, all what? of us in this of room in a forest. Okay, <laughs> Let, hold on. Let's let's go with that. I've been. Yeah, come on, come on. I've, I've been he in went the, to see you. I've, I've, been in, I've been in a couple of forests. <laughs> yeah, couple that of was trails. in the '70s, dog. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, you just forget where you come in, and you we, you come into a season with. You know, listen, my my win total. Yeah, no, well, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, the, the, yeah. So you might, no, the, that was the whole thing. You, are, so, are you saying you, you don't see the tree because of the forest? Yes, you, oh, okay. you, you, you come in in a certain space, and then you forget where you came in yeah. when you look back, yeah. and the space that you came in was, hey, let's just make the playoffs. Let's just do that. But now it's. Well, you know, yeah. well, now it's even a lot of consternation but, about number going for number two, and but and, now it's even developed even further that you better win the first round, right? You know, the space and time where there's, and, and I mean, I think this still exists a little bit. Well, they can go to the Western Conference Finals, and it's just like, okay, okay, all right, right. but 
Remember, at the beginning of the season, the we just wanted to get to this team into the playoffs. But but that's so also it's, sports. It's really and Kaz mentioned that's that is sports fans, and that's true. But that's also sports to me. Being around it a long time, when an opportunity arises, you better get greedy because you don't know. I mean, this year they were able to overcome all those injuries. Um, next year they may not be able to. You know, depend on the makeup. I don't think this team will be the same. I think there will be a handful of guys on this team this year that won't be with them next year. Uh, will you have the same type of chemistry? So that being said, I agree with all of you. That's true. But now you're in and you're going to have a, a top two or three seed. You better try to be greedy and, and, and realize this. I mean, go ask Dan Marino. Right. You know, Dan Marino's 16th grade Hall of yeah. Fame year career Went to the Super Bowl his first year and never sniffed it again. I mean, didn't sniff it. Yeah, but isn't that uh, isn't that the one thing that we're all kind of worried about here is the playoffs? I mean, you better go win the first round, all right? Now, who's who's been there before? Millsap? Well, Hastings. <laughs> yeah. Millsap. Millsap. Plumley yeah. for a you, second. You've yeah. been there. Marlo's been there. But, yeah. but, but isn't that the, the one thing that, like, how do you think they're going to do in the playoffs? People ask you that all the time. Yeah. It, the only honest answer anybody can give is, I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. And I don't think anybody knows. So, yeah, well, you better go out and win the first round. These guys haven't been there before, man. So I mean that's that's the one I'm I'm so interested in seeing what happens with that. But see that's that's why you've got to teach him to be greedy, and, and I've I've been saying this all along, and, and we you know do my radio show too, that you, you don't understand. You've got to learn this year. They need to get their butt kicked in a playoff game. How do you bounce back? You got to get a team that's gonna and anybody they play in the first round. We talked about that earlier, is is going to be a pretty physical team. Could be OKC. Could be San Antonio. Could be. Clippers, other than the Clippers, not super physical, but those other two, I, I mean, you, you better get used to it because this is the, this, I, I said this today, see if you guys agree with this. The difference between the playoffs and regular season is like the difference between the G League and the NBA. I mean, that's the difference once a playoff comes. And you're right, no one, no one's experienced that. So this is, this is going to be a huge test. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Coach Malone constantly reiterating we're not satisfied, we're not satisfied, that is a part of yeah. the get greedy because they have accomplished what they set out to do. They have crossed off things on their list. Maybe they weren't even on their list. Is that narrative part of the? I, I think Malone has done a great job this season in terms of motiv motivating the guys and setting goals yeah. and uh, accomplishing things. It seems to me like he's really improved as a coach. His demeanor is better. He still gets mad during timeouts and stuff like that. Uh, flies off the handle a little bit. But I, I just think the way he's handled Nikola Jokic has been great. He's got a terrific uh, relationship with Murray. Uh, obviously, he and Millsap and, and the young guys who have come along, yep. Mike Beasley and, and Morris and all the young guys. And I just think he's done a, a really bang-up job. And if the Nuggets somehow – I'm not sure they can get it now, but if they had won the West – he should be coach of the year. That was going to be Forget my next about question. Yeah. They were a playoff team with one of the best players in the league. And if you take Michael Malone and the 275 games they've missed and all the close games and 11-1 and one on the back-to-backs, Michael Malone should be the NBA coach of the year, hands down. Oh, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, I, don't, I mean, you you miss three starters, and it seems like this this squad never missed a beat, you know? And, and, and people forget about that now because it happened at the beginning part of the season. Um yeah, it, through through the middle part of the season. And it's one thing if you're a veteran-laden team, like, say, a San Antonio, 
But when you're the third youngest team in the NBA and you're missing three, three you know, pieces of, of the puzzle for 40-some-odd games of the season, I don't, and, and then, you're, then what people expected you to be at the beginning of the year, what you are now, 40-some-odd days at number one, I don't even know how you even argue that point. Let me throw this out to you guys, too, and, and not to get negative on NBA, but even getting guys back, it's not like you got the old Will Barton and the old mm-hmm. Gary Harris back. They have struggled mm-hmm. to kind of get back to where they were. So you're still doing it with two guys that you really counted on this year. I mean, let's be honest, if they never get hurt and they average what they averaged last year and better, they, they may have six or seven more wins. They might yeah. be in first place. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I, the Next coach, question. Yeah, the coach of the year conversation is obviously one that I'm sure Nuggets fans hey, want to know about. No, 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 no. I like no, it. No, we're good. We're so it's a nice little round table. In. We, you know what we need to do? Started. We need to order up a bottle of wine. Let's crack <laughs> open the wine, <laughs> pass it around. <laughs> yeah, the little the cooler. Um, favorite moment of the season so far? Here, pass the mic. <laughs> My, I think my favorite moment of the season was the Boston game at home. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, and, and the, not just because Jamal Murray went crazy and then we had all the circus stuff with Kyrie kicking the ball and the whole <laughs> thing, but that put the Nuggets at nine and one. And I remember driving home that night going nine and one. I mean, I think that's when it first sat in with me like, we might be onto something here. You know, that's when I first realized, I mean, I think we all knew we were going to be better. But I didn't that, – that was the first moment where you go back and look and your only loss was against the L.A. Lakers when Hollywood LeBron James makes his home debut, blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. But to start that season off 9-1, and one, that's when it first sank in with me like, this, this team might be better than what I originally thought it was. So that, yeah. that's, that was my favorite moment. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go – great moment. I mean, there's not going to be a bad moment that we, we choose from. But you guys were all there. We were all together when they clinched in Boston. Yeah. yeah, and I mean everybody has a facade. The coach has got to come in there and act like he's not mad when he's mad, and he's got to do this when he's this. Yeah. And I, I like this player when he doesn't like to, you know, and, and to win it and to clinch it on the road after that game and all the threats. Just wait till they come here. Just wait till they get here. Yeah, and you true. win and you win into a place that's tough to play, yeah. Yeah. and, and kind of handled them in Boston, and then just that whole atmosphere, the locker room after the 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 Irish pub. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I couldn't get I couldn't get Marlo to go to an Irish pub with me for like ten years. <laughs> now, now every road trip, he's like, he goes, Scott, you know a good Where's Irish that? pub? Where's that? You know, <laughs> you know a good Irish pub? But that That's moment, too, that that Costco's every single one. He's got I, a spot. I tell you, I, I agree with you completely. That that Boston moment and the aftermath was great. But I just want to go back to. The Nuggets road trip, when we flew to Portland, yes. and we beat Portland, and C.J. McCollum missed the last second shot, mm-hmm. and we came out of there celebrating, and we never went at Portland. Right. Then we flew all day the next day to get to Toronto, right. and Toronto was on an eight-game win streak. We were on a six-game win streak at that time, and we beat Toronto at their place, and that's my Kosmiski moment where I just went, whoa, yeah. we are darn good. Right. That it. That's a that's a back. It wasn't back to back, but it was in succession. And I just thought, Nuggets win at Portland, win at Toronto, and people were going, "Oh, Toronto's the best team in the league." Hey, we just beat right. the crap out of them right. on their own court. Yeah. That was great without Gary Harris, who had gotten hurt. Yeah. My, my, moment, my my moment of their good was when they beat Houston at home, back to back Timberwolves and Timberwolves. And when you went on that back to back. As, and they were mostly dead going to Detroit. I mean, yeah. they, they were like, they, they were like, 
Uh, I mean, it was like the, you're walking dead. That was a moment of it. Dude, they're pretty good. I, I yeah, like mine. Fra- my... I like the phrase Cosmiski moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I put that in there for a second. Yeah, no, mine was Minnesota um, when they clinched to, uh, when they. Uh, ensured that Michael Malone was going to be the all-star game coach. Yeah. Uh, because, cool uh, you know, that was that it, trip though. That was, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's the, yeah. that's what you were talking about basically. Um, because it speaks to Marlo's point just a few minutes ago, which was, you know, the relationship he has with his basketball team mm-hmm. and that basketball team went into that game. They didn't really talk about it publicly, but they wanted to win that game yeah. for, the, for for their coach to for him to be able to be the all star game coach. We heard it amongst mm-hmm. players. Just we're gonna get this uh, one for coach walking on the bus off the plane, whatever it might have been. And then they did. That don't yeah. happen on pro sports. Right, right. No, that does it just not doesn't. happen on and pro sports. It just sports. speaks to what this coach means to these players, the relationship that he has formed with them, and then the return that they gave him yeah. that day was I, I thought was just a big time example of how the culture with this basketball team has mm-hmm. changed and changed so much over the course of a few years. Um, and then my just favorite game was I liked when they came back from 25 points. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that was just a lot of fun because especially when you're tracking it. So you're sitting and then, you know, I have a, a laptop open and you're tracking it on Twitter. And so you see the Twitter yep. traffic just kind of like fade away. And then all of a sudden shots get hit all yeah. of a sudden it's a you know, 14 point game and then it's like a 10 point game and you see this traffic start to, yeah. hey what's going on there in Memphis <laughs> it was fantastic just yeah. so many good moments with this team I would say too when you're talking about how close this entire franchise are you is, going sailing today by the way do I look like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came from Portland. <laughs> it was raining. Okay, I, just, I, just, I got my new Nike. I'm wearing it. You know, it looks good. Yes. Huh? Okay. <laughs> no, to talk about. <laughs> she, she's, she goes and stands in front of the bus so no one, no one walks okay. around. It. Well, you have to hold flags when you cross the street here. So I figured I'd just skip the flag and wear the jacket. Is what it comes down to. Um, after that game, the last home game when the Nuggets won the Northwest Division and being in that back hallway and seeing Michael Malone hug Tim Connolly and and Tim say that was awesome and Malone hug him back and that fourth quarter was awesome or whatever it might have been. But that moment, similar to when the players really wanted Malone to have that recognition, like, hey, he's going to coach in the All-Star game. That's a cool thing. And, I mean, my favorite moment, I think, so far this year, not a game, going to go a little step further. The first full court Nicole Jokic pass, like the water polo pass, like – what did we just see? Yes. Well, think about this also. And maybe this is this play is indicative of who this year's Denver Nuggets are. We talked about the Minnesota game, yeah. clinching the thing. That pass. The Nikola Jokic in a one-point game with the clock <laughs> under a minute gets the ball after a made shot and throws it to Malik Beasley, 92 feet on the catch, layup. Uh-huh. And you're like, first of all, what are you thinking? I remember you and I are called a game. We were on the floor. We're going, whoa, whoa, and we Beasley caught it, you know. And you're like, but but that play, just that play describes Nikola Jokic and kind of this team that, you know, maybe they're just you know dumb enough not to know what they're going into with the they playoffs. They play best and they're loose, right? I like the one too, and 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 people forget about this because we, we talked about you know missing three starters, and let's not forget Wancho was a starter for a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, and now, now all of a sudden he's like one of the forgotten dudes. Yeah. He was a big part of what this did, and when they beat Golden State. And and although Steph Curry made the right basketball play, he probably should have jacked it up there. Yeah. <laughs> but he threw it. Was it McKinney down? He threw it to me. Was it McKinney? It was. Uh, Beatrice. No. <laughs> it was a loony, was 
No. Jordan Bell? Whoever it was, well, whoever it was, but <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. but uh, but when Wancho comes and blocks that, you know what I mean? That was just yeah. like uh, you expect the Murrays and Jokic's and, and Millsaps of the world to make plays, but we can sit around here and, and you can talk about Wancho and Lyles and these guys, and they've come up big for this team in different moments. Can I throw you guys? And this is a bone; it's not on your script or anything, but I, I just it just hit me when he's talking about this that is unscripted. game. Unscripted, good. We got to see maybe the the farewell tour this year of two NBA legends. Yes. You know, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. And think about this. When's the last time Nuggets ever had a player that was worthy of that kind of – Ooh, that's a good question. You know, and because when I played, I remember Dr. J's last game, and we, you know, we stopped the game and presented him with something. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I played in his last games, and 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 you did special things for those guys. But and, and listen, they've had Alex and and Issel, but and no guys one didn't finish their careers in Denver, and that's you know, well, Alex didn't, right? He, Alex he was Dallas, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's, or? that's part of the big part of the problem. And and, and I just think when you look at du, uh, Dwayne and uh, Dirk. Dirk. Well, even though Dwayne Dwayne went, you know, kind of a a, a little rod, came back, back, came back. But, yeah, but I wonder if we're seeing a group of guys that we may have, Mm -hmm. you know, will they mean that much to the – well, Nikola Jokic, because let's be honest, Nikola Jokic this year, we've been on him for three or four years, right, talking about it, but he blew up. For sure. Not only locally – Nationally, internationally, I mean, Mr. Serbia fanboy yeah. club right here. <laughs> the I mean, Serbian he, spokesperson he, over he, here. He, he could be that guy. <laughs> and, and think about this where somewhere Carmelo Anthony's going, dang it, why'd that guy pick number 15? Why'd you yeah. number 15, yeah. man? Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that the other night. Is, uh, is number 15 going to hang in the rafters at Pepsi Center? Oh, yeah, I think it will. And the question is, who's, who's, who's number 15, 15 is going to be? By the way, it was Damian Jones. The guy that got the pass oh, from yeah, Curry yeah. and then once you blocked his shot from behind. Thank That's you, Marlo. You're welcome. Yeah. Let's shift to the playoffs just a little bit. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but with the regular season coming to a close, for someone in the city of Denver that hasn't watched this team, but there's going to be so much hype around the NBA playoffs being in the city of Denver. It's been six, six seasons, six years. What would you tell somebody who doesn't know this team at all? What would you say about the team? What do they need to know? Well, how would you describe this team? Yeah. Uh, take that clip of Minnesota and flashing. This is yeah. it. They're not afraid of anything. It it, four-year player and throwing it to a three-year player, both under 24 years of age, yeah. it, and you're winning the game in a place that, that kicked you out of the playoffs a year before. Um, I, I would just – I would listen, here's another thing. And, and you've been a beat writer for a long time, and this is your first kind of go around with the team, travel yep. and everything. And Kaz and I and, and, and Chris been around, wow, there ain't any bad guys on this team. No. And, 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 I'm being, and, and I'm not just saying that. That, I'm telling you, is rare. Yeah. Go back to the – just Brian Shaw era. Yeah. I mean, that's just four years ago, five yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. I, and every time somebody always asks, hey, you guys are playing pretty good, you know. When I go around, I get a call from my brother. Man, you guys are pretty good, aren't you? <laughs> I get that from Minnesota people yeah. all the time too. Yeah, and, and they don't—they just—they're just waking up to it, right? And and that's the first thing I say. First of all, in fact, I had an announcer. One of the games we had recently asked me about the team. I said, first of all, there's no bad guys. That they're—they're really not any bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we talked about on the broadcast. There's also guys 
like I don't know what you guys. I don't think Joker's at a ceiling. To, no. to be honest with you, I don't think no. I don't think Jamal Murray's at a ceiling. No. I don't think Malik Beasley's at a ceiling. Uh, we don't know what Michael Porter Jr. is going to bring next year. Um, I, I think you go down. I don't think Gary Harris is at his ceiling. I think he's stepped back because of the injuries. But man, this is a team that's young. And like I said a while ago, I think the window is open. They got to get greedy because I think if I'd be shocked if this team doesn't play for a championship in the next three years. In the next three years, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I think I would just say, man, the, you know, the Nuggets just embody so much about what is fun about basketball. The the passing, the cutting, there is athleticism on that. You want, you need a poster, Malik Beasley will provide you with one of those. Yep. You need uh, spectacular whip passes across the uh, court. Nikola Jokic is going to provide you probably a half dozen of those. And uh, just the... Uh, the actions on the court, the player movement, the the um, ball movement, it's just not ISO basketball. It's also not necessary analytic basketball. You know, it's, you know, they're led by a post player, right? <laughs> they're led by a post player. They don't play the fastest pace in the NBA, but what they pay, play is just an unselfish, um, just everybody, everybody shares in the action kind of basketball. It's fun to watch. Um, and, and if you're into that, and I think most people are into that, into watching entertaining basketball, then this is a team that you have to dial into. Uh, and what I think I'm most excited about is that people nationally will see the Nuggets. You know, for, so many people Different will discover lines. them for the first time and they go, wow, mm-hmm. uh, these guys are pretty fun to watch. Nikola Jokic, I, I heard about him a little bit, but man, I mean, this is a guy that you know i'll follow and so it just is um i'm excited for them for that yeah i, I would tell them uh go go put a uh houston rockets on tv and then watch that game and then just tell yourself this is not what they do yes whatever <laughs> this is this is the exact opposite of of that basketball yeah. but uh, to, to me to me the word is, is is selfless like dempsey said um there's no hero basketball in denver I mean, it's uh, they just soon have seven or eight guys score fifteen points. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't have they don't have stat patterns, anything like that. Uh, you don't guy you don't have guys sitting around at halftime going over their their line, going, "Well, I'm averaging seventeen, so I need at least four more buckets." Yeah. You know, they they play the right way. You know, if if you have if you have a you know young kids in your house and and you want to help them learn how to play basketball, bring them and watch. The, the Denver Nuggets because they they do it the right way and and it's an entertaining brand of basketball. I would agree with that. It's really fun. And I was just thinking kind of a sidebar of where in the season did someone come up to any of you guys and go, <laughs> "Hey, uh, you think you could get me some tickets yeah. to go to the game?" I, I was at the golf course one day and this guy comes up to me and I had mentioned you know I could get you tickets last year. Right. Like right. there were plenty of tickets last year mm-hmm. to go and he said, hey, "You remember you said." Can you get me some tickets? I need I need like four tickets. I go, I don't know. It's going to be hard to get tickets yeah. now because everybody wants to go. And when they go to the game, they just have a, a, a boss time. It's really fun. You, here's, the one, here's the one I love with tickets. And these, these are from my friends, right? Yeah. They, they try and hamstring you. They try and trick you. Yeah. So they're like, I tell them weekends are tough, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so you get a call and it's like, hey, man, uh, can I get some tickets to January 2nd? It's a, it's a Tuesday game. Yeah. I'm like, well, that shouldn't be a problem. No problem. I look at the schedule, Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Come on, man. You're my boy right there. <laughs> I think one of the interesting things, too, is in a lot of ways, and me being so new to Denver still, it feels like the team represents the way the city is growing. And that maybe sounds cheesy, but like the 
the guys are young and they're 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 fun and very carefree and it feels like they have a lot in common but also are very different and I just feel like the city has been growing and evolving so much that like there's a lot of people who want to get on board with a team that's like that and brings a lot of fun. I just want to say this as an aside too because uh, when Tim Conley and Michael Malone arrived uh, the state of this franchise was in it was in very bad shape and it was in very bad shape in a lot of different areas and to see how far it has come in a four-year window. Like it is very difficult to get a franchise to make all the right decisions or most of the right decisions that get you from a space where you're not winning any games. No, nobody losing. wants to go to work. I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a bad, bad atmosphere. Bad, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, not, it's, it's, it's worse than just losing. Yeah, you know, and and to take it from that and then to get it to this mm-hmm. is one of the most remarkable things. And so from Tim Conley to Josh Kroenke to, uh, you know, our tourists and everybody else behind the scenes who have helped make the decisions that have gotten uh, this franchise on the court and behind the scenes to what it is right now. Um, it, it just is it's truly remarkable. And I would be, um, you know, I, I think it, sh- it has to be noted. Yes. It, it has to. Be well, noted. And, and, you know, an example of that, let's be honest. I, I don't know if that's an elephant in the room, but it's a little squeaky mouse. Uh, you're having other franchises look at your front office and want them to come take come to mm-hmm. take their programs over, and you know both the top two guys and, and Tim and Arturis have all had overtures to them, mm-hmm. and, and you know the next step will be because I think he's going to be a head coach today. I think you'll have Wes Unsell in the next handful of years yes. look, get an opportunity to be a head coach. I think David Adelman yep. Yep. in the next handful of years will get an opportunity to be a head coach. And, and when I played here, the first year I got here. I played for uh, Westhead, <laughs> um, who was horrible. But he had two. <laughs> yeah, he, he, dude, he was. You horrible. guys averaged a lot of points, though. He, uh, not no, yeah, yeah, we won twenty three games, twenty two games. I know. Um, but we they had assistants, and even the, even when Dan Issel took over, th- there's been no assistants that ever has ever been looked at to be a head right. coach. And that says something about a franchise to me. Yes. Uh, and I've said this to Katie many times this season is I think this is maybe the best coaching staff they've ever – like depth-wise, when you start going down – ticking down the line and the, the amount of uh, guys who can be head coaches – I mean, this is, and then you look at the player development staff. See, yeah. see the player development staff is going to change too, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because these guys going to get picked off, and people are going to want them to get uh, elsewhere. They want to be coaches it's just too. Is, yeah, well, absolutely, and it's just is the, the 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 quality of coaching mm-hmm. has just been such at a high level this year. Uh, it's good for them. You know, I want to pick up on what Katie was saying about the players representing the, the city, and and you and I have talked about this before. But this is like Ryan Harris, your radio partner, told me the most important thing that's not on the stat sheet is that this is a tight knit group. They mm-hmm. they really enjoy each other, and what just makes me smile is the combination of buddies on this team. Yes, I mean we all we all know like Jamal and, and Malik Beasley are tight, and they they have been since day one. But like just two two road road trips ago, on the back of the bus is, is Thomas Welsh and Will Barton. Just you know. Buddy, buddy, talking about life and and you know you, you different cultures, obviously way different backgrounds, but but these guys are tight, mm-hmm. and it's it's all those kind of weird combinations that you kind of wouldn't think would 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 be friends, so to speak, but they all are. You know, it's uh, it's really refreshing to see, especially after we went years with you know 
Kenyon and AI and JR and Camby. I mean, those were some those were some interesting personalities back then. <laughs> my question is, how come you never invite Marlo out? Me? Because he doesn't go to Irish pubs. He does now. He does yeah. now. Now we got a convert. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we don't want any converts around here. Marlo, take that L on the way out. <laughs> I tell you what, I I like the camaraderie of this team too, and I. I think back to probably when you played, when I played, when you had a special group of guys, I had it on the Olympic team and I had it on my NCAA volleyball team when we won the championship. You know, sometimes groups come along. They just all kind of show up in some some aspects. Everybody shows up at San Diego State or they're all on the Olympic team or they're all the Pistons. You get a special group. You have to take advantage of that. And I think the Nuggets have a special group. It's not quite mature yet. It's getting there. And, and Scott, you said you could get Porter in there and you add another couple guys, but the core of this group is going to be special. And I agree. I think they can win a championship down the line. Uh, how soon, we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see. But if they improve as much as they did from last year to this year and then go from this year to next year, hey, could be next year. Yeah, you know, you talk about the camaraderie. I, I got back a couple weeks ago and went to the reunion thing for the championship teams in Detroit. And one, it was too. It was so funny. And they're celebrating 30 years. The one thing that was so funny about it was we fit right back in our roles. Now we're, you know, I was probably the youngest guy or one of the youngest guys in the group. But John Sally may be a year younger than me. But we go right back to our roles of when we were 28, 29, and 30. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it, was, it was the exact same roles. Uh, Sally's still afraid of lamb beer. I, <laughs> Isaiah speaks. Everybody talks. Vinny complained they didn't get enough playing time. And it's, it's like it was like it was like. It, it was the same roles, which is, is cool for these guys looking forward. But the interesting thing, when, when you start talking about that, even that team was known as a dirty, mean, ugly, fight your team. And, and, and we were. Uh, <laughs> dude, I remember sitting in a hotel room on an off day in Phoenix one time. About eight or nine of us go up to one of the guys' room, got a thing of beer, got a dude ordered appetizers. And like eight of us, I mean, sit there and just had a, a, a bowl session for – Two or three hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's that. I think championship teams are like that. To be honest with you. And, and how about all of this happening with this basketball team in an age of social media, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you always hear, "Oh my gosh, they're always on their phones." They, they, all they do is stare at their phones. Well, somehow they're also finding ways to hang out. They're also finding ways to be able to you know, to, to interact and all that. Uh, in, in this era, which is also, I, I think, a big deal. You see the camaraderie on social media, too. They post about it all the time. Post pictures of each other, make fun of each other in different ways. It's just such a lighthearted group of guys that have really bonded. Okay, last one to wrap things up. One word to describe your thoughts on the regular season for the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> 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 this season is over. <laughs> yeah, we got to yeah, we got to yeah. yeah. This pod is Wait, This what? podcast is No, don't do it yet. Oh. <laughs> Not time. I have lots of one words yeah. for this team. I, I you know what? Or a I, phrase. That's fine too. Yeah, you I'll know, allow it. Um I, I think uh, amazing. I mean, when he talked about the 9 and 1, um that that was you, it was an eye opener. Yeah, I mean, it was happening during the football season, so nobody really right, was. right. But but you know, it was um, it was an eye opener. Uh, resilient, you know. This I, I think the the Nuggets to me are the most resilient basketball team in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's been some other teams that's had pretty significant injuries, but um, you know, right? And they didn't rise to first in no. their conference. It's just such a it's it's, it's such an underrated thing, but um, you know, amazing and resilient for me. Surprisingly good. Yes. Now that's two words. But okay. I'm the play-by-play man. I get more work. <laughs> <laughs> and does he? <laughs> that's, that's good. I, I would say this. I, I and see if you guys agree with it. Fun. That's what I was gonna say, <laughs> man. To, to, if I if I can only do one more now, I want to sit here at, at you know whatever town we're in at the end of the season next year, and the word that we need to use for me. And I know I still got some of the old school on me. But I want to. I want to say the word nasty. Mm-hmm. Nasty how they play. Nasty. You know they ain't giving an inch because they'll still give an inch once in a while. They'll still allow people to push them back when they realize they don't have to. I'm telling you, this team has the requisite talent to win a championship, but they got to get some nasty in them. Mm-hmm. That's for me. Um, since he took fun, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say joyous because uh, you know I've been doing this a long time and. Uh, a 11 win Seven. season, a 17 win oh. season, and and I know all of that the, the general public just thinks about the players and the coaches and all that stuff. But hey, man, we're in this thing too, mm-hmm. and that that's a that's a tough stretch when you know there's about a one percent chance when you go into a barn that you're going to leave with a win, and it flat out sucks. So this, the, you hope the other team play Right, right. I mean, you're looking for any kind of angle. Are they missing three or four guys? Is it four? Is it four? <laughs> So for me, it's just it's it's it was a joyous season. It was you know so many pleasant surprises all the way from the you know coaching at, at the All Star game, clinching your division, being number one in the West for however many days that was. It was just a it was just an absolutely entertaining regular season for me. Think about this. Listen, we all went through the time where we got tired. I mean, there was those eight day trips. I think we had the eight game trip, trip yeah. a seven game trip, mm-hmm. fifteen days one of the time. I mean, that, that wears you out. We're sitting here at game 81, 82. That's all that's left, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not tired. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like, God dang, because there's times, yeah. you know, cause I remember one time, gosh, I don't know where we might have been eating clam strips in Minnesota. God dang, we, we only got one <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah, wall, walleye sticks. Yeah, walleye sticks. in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, walleye, walleye sticks. There it is. Right there. And going, walleye fingers. Probably. Oh my <laughs> God, can we get out of here? I mean, can, can this. Dude, I don't want this thing to end. You know, to be honest, I hope we're doing a, a podcast like this, you know, yeah, next week. The and then the week after that, and the week after, I hope we're doing it all the way until June. I would say one more thing. If we're sitting here next year at the end of the season mm-hmm. and Katie Wingy says, give me one word to describe the season, let's hope it's historic. Right. Mm-hmm. Historic. That's a mic drop moment right there. I know. I'm like, well, no, I can't really say my word. Like, dang. Hey, by the way, I got to tell the story now. So last night, we're doing Hot Topics. He decides to drop the mic. Shatters the mic flag. Boom! About 100 pieces. Well, it wasn't working. That was so funny. All right, guys, thank you so much for jumping on 24K Podcast. We'll do this again, hopefully uh, weeks, a month from now, uh, to wrap up what we see in the playoffs. Uh, Thank you, Nuggets Nation, for joining us. And this podcast is over!